Hello, Neville Army. Greetings and welcome to Neville Mind Tricks, fueled by coffee, brewed by the hand of God. Welcome to the month of December 2020. Yes, yes, yes. As mentioned prior, favorite month for some. It's colder today temperature-wise than it was yesterday, but it feels warmer. Amazing. It's our, I mean, the month is already starting off on a good foot. Today, happy with things the way they are. Good viewer question. What if I'm happy the way things are? What should I do then? Very good question. Very interesting. Some things are okay to keep as is or as has been. Neville, in one of his later lectures, actually even mentioned that unless there's a crisis, that was his word to describe this, unless there's a crisis, he's very content. So he just lives in a positive state, good inner conversations, etc., etc. Thankful, loving, golden rule. That's all he does. If you think about it, a lot of individuals before they really dive into this, Neville, and as I mentioned, I think Neville's the only, the best game in town. That's why I focus primarily on Neville, but there's a lot of stuff out there. But before people are out there trying to find ways and means to get their desires, look at a lot of people's lives, maybe even your life, do some uh, self-observation. Things have probably been the way they've been for some time without you even trying. So you've probably been doing this or have been doing it at some time anyway. So an interesting story with my life, happy the way things are and things that have changed. might find this to be very interesting along with the rest of the episode. So I play fantasy football. I've been playing fantasy football for a lot of time, a lot of time, I think. 15 plus years if I actually were to take the time to look at it. But I used to always place in the top three of any fantasy football league I'd ever play in. Was just good. And I actually put in a lot less effort than I do now, which is sad. Because now I always place in the bottom three of any fantasy football league that I'm in. And this could go pretty deep, but it's very interesting. And if you find the depth, if you find the the value here, it's going to really help you. So the correlation was with my kid's mom, so my ex, ex-wife. So as soon as I met her, everything started going downhill fantasy football-wise. I think the year that I met her, I placed absolutely last in a league that I had just won. So I was the best player in the league the year before. And ever since then, as I mentioned, always, always, always placing in the bottom three. And if you look at the the stones, the world of Caesar, so I'm doing everything right. So fantasy football draft, I don't expect you to know anything about fantasy football. I know some of you do if you do. Hats off to you. Here's another clap. If you don't, you don't. 
Yeah, thank you, thank you. Before I was into fantasy football, I had no clue what it was either. So, my, But everything, pretty much anything that I had to do, anything that the gurus of fantasy football experts, I would follow to the letter, follow advice, and still, definitely. And if you recall this year, I mentioned that I want to... And I wanted to play fantasy football. I, I was vacillating on it and then decided to go forward, did everything right, got all these praise and accolades for having a good draft, got the best player, the best player got injured, so obviously they can't play. And right now I'm in a position where I need to win the next two games. And if I do win the next two games... Then I'll make it into the fantasy football playoffs, which will increase my chances of finishing in the middle or top part of the league versus dead last. So this year has the potential to be a little different. I'm going opposite of secrecy here and letting you know that currently this week I have... 37 points left to score. If I score 37 points, I beat my opponent, and all I'd have to do is win next week to not be one of the... Well, I could still potentially be in the bottom three, but potentially be a lot higher if that makes any sense. So that's... I'm putting that putting that out there. And another correlation that I found interesting when I started dating uh, the ex-wife is she gifted me, I'm a big fan of the Denver Broncos. Love the Denver Broncos. And prior to her, for some odd reason, it was strange. I'd never in my life owned a Denver Bronco jersey. I had shirts and hats and that type of thing, but never had a jersey. So she gifted me a jersey, which in hindsight, I found to be cursed. Let me explain. So we had gotten a divorce, but I still had the jersey. And I wore the jersey to view a Super Bowl that the Broncos were in, and they were favored to win that Super Bowl by a lot, and they lost by a lot. I think it was 46-6 to or something was the final score. So I viewed that as a cursed jersey and gave it to a good friend of mine who's a Broncos fan, didn't tell him any of the backstory, and then the Broncos went on to win that year's Super Bowl, which was interesting. So happy with things the way they are. I guess with fantasy football, the the Broncos jersey, that was just a fun story to throw in there since it kind of tied in. But think about this, the state. So I'm not in the state of fantasy football guru, fantasy football master. Fantasy football to me, it's more entertainment. So another thing I'll throw out with the Broncos. So again, this kind of started around the same time time frame. I used to be really good at predicting football games. That was actually my niche. And I would do these office pools and various pools with friends and family and whatnot. And I would make thousands, like literally thousands of dollars a year based on my masterful ability to pick football games correctly. And now, those that know me in in a football capacity, my endorsement when it comes to football games is the kiss of death. I'll give you a quick example. So, with the Denver Broncos, again, my favorite football team, so I 
on this was Saturday. I said they're gonna win. They're gonna win. They played the New Orleans New Orleans Saints on Sunday. I was like, they're gonna win the game. Within an hour, it was announced that all four of their starting quarterbacks, which if you know anything about football, even if you don't, that's the most important role on a football team. So all four of their quarterbacks were in um, coronavirus COVID protocol, meaning they couldn't play. So they pretty much had like a 10th string quarterback. So the expectations of them lose, of them winning, of them losing was high. Winning, the expectation was pretty low and they lost like 31 to three. But just kind of interesting that that announcement came within an hour of me guaranteeing and predicting a win. Again, this could all be purely coincidental. The not being good at fantasy football, the jersey being cursed, and me having the endorsement kiss of death. And I've mentioned that before. I have friends that are really into certain football teams and games, and they'll reach out and say, hey, do me a favor. Don't root for my team. Root for the team they're playing against because, yeah, I don't know what it is. But So, again, states. If I was in the state of fantasy guru, I'm great at picking football games, would things be different? I'm a fantasy football master. I always win fantasy football. Would I always win? Yes, if you look at it from a state standpoint, where, what's your attitude? Where are you, where are you coming from? That's what, that's what Neville talks about. However, in this situation, happy with things they are, I kind of think it's funny that I have that weird ability to endorse a football team and then see them crumble before my eyes, or the same thing with fantasy football. I find it entertaining. Those around me find it entertaining, and it's not hurting anybody physically, so happy with things they are. Keep doing it. So again, very interesting one. Caring and sharing if you found value. You know the thing. Appreciate the lesson. Before we go today, instead of a silence, we're still going to go into a silence. I'm not going to do the grandiose a silence filled with things the way they are. That actually could be a thing. Maybe you want to imagine a life where things are just so great and you're just happy the things how they are that you just kind of enjoy life. You fall asleep, go into state of kin, asleep, just being grateful. That could be somewhere you want to be too. But just for the fun of it, let's do something just for the fun of it. Manifesting. That's something else you could do if you're happy with things they are. And I've mentioned this before, but let's do something. Okay, I'll give you three options because options are beautiful. Well, the third option is just for me. So the first option is a beautiful lily. You know those lilies that have the little orange part that stains? Maybe you see that that piece fall off and get on your hand and you have orange stuff all over. The smell. Oh my gosh, doesn't that smell great? You could feel the velvety petals. The smooth stem. See the green. The pink at the end of a petal. Maybe you have a slight allergic reaction. You feel that sneeze coming on. Do you actually sneeze or do you just hold it back and stop? 
right before. A crisp, old, vintage $50 bill or whatever denomination in the part of the world you're in. Not admire a new one, an older one, issued in like the 80s, if that's even possible. You could see the individual on the dollar bill. Maybe it has a smell, maybe it doesn't, but it does have a distinct feel. You feel the feel, take in whatever aroma. And you think about what you're going to do with that. Because it's vintage, maybe you're just going to keep it. Are you going to keep it in a drawer? Are you going to find a little more fancy way to store it? In my case, for fun, maybe I'm imagining a fantasy football win. Or a fantasy football playoff win or a playing in the championship game. Neville says anything is possible. He also says to test it and see. Time for that silence. <laughs>